0: Listen, I may have inside information that someone is hiding drugs in this very office.
1: Grab a lighter and let's spark some conversation, because this is South of Sober. Hey guys, it's Tuesday, September 24th, and it's Tadler Tuesday. I know not all of you guys who listen to my podcast are into 90 Day Fiance. Sometimes you like to catch up on other things. So, Tabler Tuesdays is what that's for, y'all. No reality TV is involved in this unless it makes, like, national headlines. Okay. So, if that's not your thing, tune out right now. But, if you like hearing news and being involved in the know... Continue listening. All right. I got you some good stories today. You know, I'm going to try to avoid the Jeffrey Epstein story because (sighs) some critics say we are spending too much time involved on the Jeffrey Epstein stories and not enough time focusing on the climate changes, the war, and those types of things around us. You can be the judge of that, okay? Okay. And you know what, I think we, we don't need to forget about the Jeffrey Epstein scandal because apparently a lot of big names and royalty and government has been tied to that. Which means that a lot of rich people we've been giving our money to and working for and helping to support have been turning around and raping our daughters and our sons and God knows doing what else offering poor girls a little bit of money so that they can get a little bit of freebie hand jobs or whatever and i don't think that that's something that needs to be forgotten um i think a lot of people are focusing on the climate it's kind of hard not to ignore considering all the hurricanes here recently in america and all the other spontaneous things have been happening with the tsunamis over in india Power outages, just all kinds of craziness. Speaking of craziness, last Wednesday, U.S. drone struck and killed 30 pine nut farm workers from Afghanistan. So, yeah, that's, that's real good. Apparently, their intended target was some kind of Islamic State hideout. And it killed civilians anyways. Apparently, the killed workers were singing around a bonfire. And 20 laborers nearby in tents that were sleeping were there to witness it. Of course, they're fucking mad. You know, Afghanistan's mad. They want monetary compensation and they want an apology from the United States. Apparently, um... The United States just doesn't give a shit anymore about who we really target. Lives are lives. You know, who cares? We've just lost all regard. It's kind of scary to think that we might possibly be the terrorist. And I don't want to be on the bad side. I want to believe in the fruitfulness of my country. And that our country has some kind of respect for life. That would be nice to believe that. So, if the United States could issue an apology and give them some money, that'd be cool. Um, We have Trump, though. And Trump's not very empathetic towards other people, um, especially Middle Easterns. We'll see if he will offer any sort of apology. And if he does, what kind of apology that may or may not be. It's so scary to imagine and think that there's a place on Earth where... You never know if something's going to drop out of the sky and just kill you at a moment's notice. I mean, imagine it. These men sat around a bonfire bonding, talking about their families and their lives, never thinking that their moment was going to be taken away from them in a second. That is mind-boggling to me. And I don't think even for a moment, maybe that even crosses Donald Trump's mind. He's got way too many other things to worry about than to worry about 30 pine nut farm workers in Afghanistan. That's just like nothing. That's nothing to him. But I just want to urge everybody, whoever you are, wherever you are on the earth, these 30 people matter. One person matters. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are. Their life matters. Even if it it matters in a negative way. It matters. Okay? Respect it. Okay? Instead, we're just out here drone-tacking everybody. I really wish we would chill out on these drones. It's so easy to just push a button and end a life, isn't it? I just couldn't imagine having that as my job but that's just me. And happier news, a very smart 17 year old man, David Ledbetter of Charlotte, North Carolina. He got real genius here lately. He noticed that there was a huge trend with the Chick-fil-A Popeyes battle of the chicken sandwiches. Which one's better guys? Oh my God, get them both. It generates revenue to both places whenever they battle like that. So really, they just scammed y'all into buying chicken sandwiches because there's nothing fucking mind-boggling about a chicken sandwich. Can we just all agree about that? Chicken sandwiches have been around for a really, really long time, okay? The fact that Chick-fil-A didn't think about it a lot longer, or not Chick-fil-A, the fact that Popeyes didn't think about it a lot longer before now That is what mind boggles me. Not the fact that they came out with one, you know? And I did go to Chick-fil-A in the last month since all of this sandwich drama has gone down. But I was so just pissed off about all the sandwich drama that, yeah, I normally do get a spicy chicken deluxe. But I got chicken nuggets this time because fuck you, Chick-fil-A, trying to tell me to buy your shit. try it out it might be better than Popeye's it might not I don't know Popeye's is great anyways I digress like a shit ton because David Ledbetter of Charlotte North Carolina he took upon this Popeye's crazy chicken sandwich mess and he was like hey there's a lot of young people buying sandwiches I'm gonna take this opportunity to sign these guys up to vote it's really hard to get young people to vote, to sign up to vote, to get them into the polls. They've got busy lives. They don't have time to do things. You know, they're working. They're taking care of their kids. They're working out, shopping, sitting in their house smoking weed, you know. They're not getting out and voting. But the ones who are sitting in their house smoking weed eventually have to get out and buy a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And David Ledbetter, he took a positive spin on that. And I just want to commemorate him. Oh my gosh, I cannot speak tonight. I apologize, David. I apologize, David. Wherever you are, I'll suck your dick personally. I can't speak. What I meant to say is I want to congratulate you. I'm just going to change the word up so I don't fuck it up again. I congratulate you. Okay? Because... That's such a genius way, and that's a smart political marketing move. Woo woo. I love a savvy marketer. Although Andrew Yang, I liked Andrew Yang, but the more and more he tweets, whoo, he's losing my support in a way. It's just generalized bullshit. Like, no, I want content, all I want links. I don't want you to tweet lyrics. To I like big butts and I cannot lie. I don't give a fuck, Andrew. Alright? I want to know more about this uh, artificial intelligence thing you keep talking about. I want links to articles to that. I want... And and, and yeah, he does give that. He does give that. I get that. Okay? There's a fair share of that. But, ooh! He's like seriously the only one that might could beat Trump. So, he needs to like... I think he's just trying to play the game. And I think it's just annoying me because it's just my personal preference that I don't like men in powers to just like, you know what? I don't know what I'm about to say because I'm thinking about Elon Musk and I love all his shit. <laughs> I love all his beans. Whenever they get too freaking generalized, though, I don't click on it because I'm like, what is he doing with this? Like, no, I can't. Every once in a while, he'll have like a really good dad joke meme on there, and I can't resist because I only masturbate to him at least once a week, so I have to like it his post at least once a week as well, right? That's only fair. If you masturbate to somebody's post, you have to like their post that week. It's only fair. Let them know that you love them. Love is what makes the world go around. That's what Elon says. And then he talks to Jack Ma, and then Jack Ma's like, <laughs> I do a lot of shrooms, bro. I'm gonna go off on a tangent about love. I guess I can relate to Jack Ma. <laughs> I do go off on my own fair share of tangents like this one. <sighs> Anyways, I am craving jello. And. I bet I know somebody who really wishes the days that Jell-O is what was synonymous with their name instead of drugging and molesting women. Oh, Bill Cosby, oh, Bill Cosby. A lot of people um, don't give a shit about what happens to Bill Cosby, but it turns out that Bill Cosby thought that he was going to win his struggle against this dispute um between his drugging and molesting and he lost he lost man yeah bill cosby is now 2.75 million dollars in the hole well i don't know in the hole but he's negative that in his account yet cha-ching that's gone it might be in the hole at this point, though. I know they've had to use a lot of money, but who knows? Maybe he's just worth, like, gazillions and gazillions. Blah, 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 blah. He probably has $3 million. I bet he has $3 million. He's not in the hole. But I can't believe he even fought the lawsuit at this point. And some people out there, all three of you that think that he's not guilty... I apologize if this is offending you that I'm just assuming, but he was tried and found guilty and I don't really give a fuck about what you say at this point. If I have to legally say that OJ didn't kill somebody because he didn't get tried or he didn't get convicted of that at the trial, then guess what? I'm going to go ahead and say Bill Cosby's guilty because he did get convicted at the trial. I ain't going to feel bad about it at fucking all. This guy, like, he could have got pussy just being who he was. But he had to manipulate and drug women because he likes power. Because everything is about sex. Except sex. Sex is about power. Especially to men like that. And I know that's not the motto for everybody in life. That's just amusing that I threw out there. I read a news story earlier. And I could have swore it was like a Norm McDonald joke. Because the headline, just as is, sounds like a fucking joke, right? All right, here it goes. Man accused of molesting cow. Claims it was reincarnation of his dead wife. (laughs) And it just speaks for itself. It's like, you know, oh yeah, your your wife looked like a cow, huh? Mm, All right. And I say that as a joke, but it's probably about some man who lives in India who really respects cows and blah, blah, blah. So I apologize to you and your cow wife. I hope you guys have a long life together in the pasture. Moo. And speaking of livestock, a pig farmer was convicted of killing his wife with a corn rake. (laughs) <laughs> Yeehaw, guys. Apparently, this bitch was fucking around. Nah, I say that. She's dead now. Um, <laughs> Todd Mills, 43, killed Amy Mills at 39 years old. She was having an affair. And she apparently had felt like a slave in the home. Unwanted. And instead of ending the relationship. Or maybe even fearing that he would kill her if she tried. She had an affair instead, and he killed her anyway. The autopsy came back saying that he at least hit her twice with a corn rake, three times possibly, and he is serving life without parole. Yeah. Well, I would imagine so if you just snap one day and just... (laughs) hit somebody upside the head with a corn rake because they had sex with someone else if you i know how difficult it is to see somebody that you love underneath someone else i've been there and done that and guess what i did i walked away i screamed and shouted on the way out i sure the fuck did but i walked away i thought about keying the bitch's car but then i thought she's stuck with them so that's the punishment right there And she's the one still with his dumb ass right now. So I'm like, really? I'm the winner. So I got in the car and left. And she's miserable with him today. And he's still trying to have sex with me today. So fuck both of them. Anyways, don't cheat. Don't cheat because people aren't always going to be like me and walk away. People aren't always going to walk away. People don't always have their facilities about them. Sometimes people have mental disorders. Some people were raised in the wrong kind of lifestyle. There's a lot of people that I was raised around here that if you open your mouth and you say something cross to them, they're going to hit you without even thinking that's just who they are. There's a lot of aggressive, high-tempered people in this area. But... In the same turn I do know a lot of people who are very chill and relaxed and would take the time to talk to you instead of overreacting and just like hitting you upside the fucking head with a corn rake you know but life is like a box of jelly beans you never know which one you're gonna get you might get that butter popcorn flavor or you might get that pear you know <sighs> and last but not least I wanted to take a minute to discuss um, Greta Thunberg. She's a young girl, and she's saying things that I feel are fucking obvious. She's saying them at the United Nations at the Climate Action Summit in New York City. She spoke, um, she's an activist, and she spoke, and Fox News today is trying to claim that she is a mentally ill Swedish child. So I wanted to play this clip of her speaking and let you guys decide for yourself on what you guys think. Um, It's about four minutes of a speech. Um, We're going to go ahead and talk about it. I feel like it's impactful and important for people to listen to um, because I thought everything that she said was common fucking sense, but apparently it's not because there's new sources out there trying to say that she's mentally ill. Am I in the twilight zone? Are we in a parallel universe where like people speaking like the truth all of a sudden makes them mentally ill? (laughs) What? Why is it so hard to accept that other people have different opinions and you cannot have an opinion on the fact that climate is changing? You can't can't say that it doesn't fucking happen. Are you kidding me? Do you not wake up every day and see that it changes? It's not always sunny. It's not always like every year that you've lived on this earth, it changes. Some days it's warmer for half the year. Some days it's colder for half the year. Sometimes in regions where you're at, you have more frequent hurricanes now, or you have less drought now. Like just different things are changing everywhere, all around the earth. Plate tectonics, you ever fucking heard of it? Not only do we have plate tectonics on earth happening, but the sun is expanding. And when the sun expands, then the earth's going to heat up. It's just like I don't know. I just feel like this is just common sense stuff and maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm mentally ill too. I don't know. But we're going to see what Greta's got to say. Let's go, Greta. I
0: should be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? dare you for more than 30 years the science has been crystal clear how dare you continue to look away
1: exactly i don't understand how people are disputing what she's saying honestly i really don't
0: and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight You say you hear us, and that you understand the urgency. But no matter how sad and angry I am, I do not want to believe that. Because if you really understood the situation, and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil, and that I refuse to believe. The poppy-
1: Yeah, okay. But are they not? if all they care about is their own monetary gain or whoever's monetary gain. Yeah, aren't they evil? I feel like so.
0: The idea of cutting our emissions in half in 10 years only gives us a 50% chance of staying below 1.5 degrees and the risk of setting off irreversible chain reactions beyond human control. 50% may be acceptable to you But those numbers do not include tipping points, most feedback loops, additional warming hidden by toxic air pollution or the aspects of equity and climate justice. They also rely on my generation sucking hundreds of billions of tons of your CO2 out of the air with technologies that barely exist.
1: I think um, a lot of people are undereducated in America and so they don't understand the things that she's talking about the things that she's saying um a lot of people don't research beyond what they believe and they just research their own beliefs so that they can confirm them they're not going to reach outside of themselves and try to learn beyond and especially just there's just I don't know what region um, any of you guys are from, but in my region, there's a lot of people who don't want to learn and grow. They end up just getting stuck with living from day to day life. And they don't really care about the overall big picture of everything. And they don't really care about the little other people that are involved outside of themselves unless it's them and their family or their community, you know? And so they don't take the time to learn that all of this is going on in the world. So a 50% risk is simply not acceptable
0: to us, we who have to live with the consequences. To have a 67% chance of staying below a 1.5 degrees of global temperature rise, the best odds given by the IPCC, the world had 420 gigatons of CO2 left to emit back on January 1st 2018. Today, that figure is already down to less than 350 gigatons. How dare you pretend that this can be sold with just business as usual and some technical solutions?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's going to take a lot. A lot of politicians' arguments are that no matter what, there's nothing that we can do to stop it. So why try and why address it and increase the panic in society? That's a proposal. No, that's not what's going to save us, you know, save humanity. With today's emissions levels,
0: that remaining CO2 budget will be entirely gone within less than eight and a half years. There will not be any solutions or plans presented in line with these figures here today because these numbers are too uncomfortable and you are still not mature enough to tell it like it is. You are failing us. But the young people are starting to understand your betrayal. The eyes of all future generations are upon you. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. We will not let you get away
1: with this. Don't fucking threaten me, bitch. (laughs) I'm not the one she's talking about. I'm actually not the person that she's talking about at all, but girl she aggressive yeah children are our future but you're a part of it too girl you can do things and you are doing things okay and everybody else your age can do things too you're not the only one if we had a whole world full of greta's elon musk leonardo dicaprio's people just doing impactful things in a positive way for people for no reason at all the world would be a better place regardless of your gender your age your race your whatever religious beliefs whatever it may be
0: right here right now is where we draw the line the world is waking up and change is coming whether you like it or not
1: Okay. A lot of people don't like change. I heard a man in my cubicle not too long ago say that he couldn't change because he's too old and set in his ways. That's mind-blowing to me. That's just not how I was raised. I was raised by a man who worked his ass off and told me, That in order to get through life, I'm going to have to defeat adversity and keep a positive attitude and a tough skin about me. And know that no matter what, I'm the one that controls my life. And I'm the one that makes my decisions. Greta's trying to say that we all need to take personal accountability and responsibility for the climate, for the earth, for the future. Instead of living in your little box think outside the box. Think about everybody as a whole because that affects you too. Don't think that it doesn't. The bigger picture, although it might not immediately affect you in your day-to-day life, it is going to affect you in the long run. It is going to affect your family, your hereditary, your genetics, if not you directly at some point in the future. So you might want to be selfish now. But it's going to come back and bite you in the ass in one way or another. You need to be aware, be present, be focused. Pay attention to the things that are going around you. And if there's something you understand, don't be fearful. Don't get upset. Don't feel like this is too hard for me. No. Sit down, ask questions, research, teach yourself. Start from small things to large things and don't ever feel stupid for not knowing something because you have to start somewhere and you have to fail and it's mistakes and failures that help you grow as a person and you are going to fail a hundred times before you get a success, I feel. That's how it's been for most people who are successful. The man that um, half-ass raised me, (laughs) my grandfather, he dropped out of junior high And he fought his butt off to look smart because he hated when people demeaned him. He just hated it. So he ended up um, studying engineering and math, computers. And by the end of his life, he was worth something. He was worth um, thousands of dollars, if not a million or so. And I watched this man work and put effort in. And this man also would teach me about the world around me and to take care of my body. Because it is a living organism that deserves respect outside of any spiritual beliefs or any kind of scientific beliefs. Your body is relying on you to keep it healthy. And he taught me that. He taught me it's all about your state of mind and only you can stand in your way and that's incredible and I think that is some really good advice. I think Greta would also agree with that and I admire that Greta is um, stepping up. I think she got a little bit aggressive but sometimes you gotta get a little aggressive. It seems like this newer generation of children um, in the last five years, their protests have been real angry. And people have been confused by that. But shit's not changing. And they're they're getting scared. I'm scared. And if what she's saying is eight years, psh, no wonder Elon's building rockets to Mars. You know? I guarantee you only the rich men are going to get aboard that rocket. And if not, I want a pass, please. <laughs> Wherever you're at, I want a pass. But I think it's time that we stop just holding on to familiar rhetoric. It's easy to do that. It's easy to be comfortable. Okay? No. Just you need to admit that maybe maybe the things that happen in the world happen because you are responsible. You. Yeah little oh you and it starts with you and it starts with everybody after you and everybody before you. And we all need to have the same mindset that it starts with us, because that's how it's successful, okay? So get out there and try to do whatever you can to make the future better. I mean, isn't that the point of life? Is living? All right. We got to have more days in the future in order to do that. So let's work on that, all right? It's important. None of the other stuff matters if we don't get that done first. Okay? Just none of the other stuff matters. Okay? But that's all of the news that I have for you as of recent. Next Tuesday, I'll try to have something a little bit more mm, juicy. I don't know. It's been a little boring lately. Um, a lot of death going on. So the news outlets are struggling. Because they don't want to report what's really happening, which is just chaos. <laughs> the weather all over the world has lost its damn mind. Hurricanes everywhere have been attacking the Gulf, the Atlantic, the Pacific. We have outages of internet in India. Um, we have Muslim suppression in China. Um,. Several areas actually all over the world the people are really against Muslims right now you have um, Amazon Struggling and it seems to be that Leonardo DiCaprio is the only one that gives a fuck about it And I, I mean I say that I'm just kidding. There's a lot of people that donated to the Amazon's cause, but I heard nothing about Jeff Bezos. So Yep, still nothing to hurt about that. Nope still crickets All right And, like I always do at the end of my podcast, I'm going to recommend a book for those of you who read. (sighs) If you don't read, I'm sorry. Okay? This part's going to be boring. Skip to the end. Actually, you don't even have to listen to the end. It's just going to be me and some details about my social media site. You can fucking, you can tune out right now if you're done with the news. It's fine. This is about books. I love reading. And this week, I've been reading Margaret Atwood's the Heart Goes Last. It's about a married couple, okay, and they're living in a wild society that's gone um, off the hinges. It's a really terrible place to live. They're having to live in their car. They never know if they're going to be molested, raped, right? killed, looted. It's it, uh, They're always on their toes. Where there's this utopia that you can go to, and the catch is, is that in this utopia um, you have to live apart from your husband or your wife in another house and kind of live on your own for a few months before you can get back together there's a lot of robots there's a lot of falling in love with robots and deception like a woman falling in love with a robot and not knowing that he's a robot and then um, there's like a whole moral dilemma on that. And I can totally see that being plausible in the future. Like a woman really lonely with her cats. She buys a robot to love her, falls in love with him, and is just happy for the rest of her life. Doesn't know anything, none the wiser. Who gives a fuck if they're real human or not? Because all she really wanted was the <sighs> space to be filled. The void not to exist anymore. And I feel like the main character in this book wants that emotional space to be filled. um, Because her husband is just not. He's shut himself down emotionally. And so she's seeking out other partners. And I feel like he's seeking out excitement and things too. Because he's bored with his life. (sighs) It's just a whole bunch of dramatic utopian mess. If you like science fiction, it's good. If you like Margaret Atwood, who is the creator of The Handmaid's Tale, that's what she wrote. It's good. Um, I loved Margaret Atwood before Netflix. No, Hulu is the one that made it before Hulu ever even made it popular. And it's one of my favorite series streaming right now. Everybody gave it hate this season because they felt like it was slow, but phew, it's the build-up, baby. Not every season can just be like bam, 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 bam. Then you'll get bored. Then you'll end up like The Walking Dead, where there's just nowhere for you to go. You know, if it's always exciting, it's always, always, always something. This, always something that somebody dying here, somebody dying there. Then you're never, you're, it just never stops. You're just gonna have to keep doing something to top this one and top that one. So I think it's very smart of the creators of The Handmaid's Tale to tell it like it would be in reality. Because that's how life is. You go through a recession, then you go through good times in life, then you go back through a recession. You know, just up, down, up, down, up, down. That's how a story should be as far as I think a series on a Hulu or a Netflix type of situation should go. Because you have people binge watching this for several seasons in a row not just episodes and so if you're going to get somebody who's going to binge watch it from season one to four to five the five that's coming out next then four is going to make sense it's slow enough for five to have time to build up to huge surprises and pivotal moments i'm looking forward to it i think margaret atwood is a brilliant writer the end period I hope everybody checks her out. Even if you don't want to check out the book I recommended. She's a good writer. and She's got lots of short stories for those of you with short attention spans. She's predominantly a science fiction writer. She is a satirical type of person. She likes to muse about the future. So if you're into that, check her out. I'll stop talking now, guys. It's getting late. I gotta go to bed. In the meantime, I hope you guys have a good night. Spread love, positivity. Do something nice for somebody tomorrow, all right? Buy them a coffee, take them out for lunch, write them a note, drive by their house and wave. I don't fucking care. Just do something nice. Be the change you want to see. All right. Until next time, tweet me at South and Sober and let me know what you would like to discuss uh, other than 90 Day Fiance, you know? Um, Have a good night, guys. And I'm not
0: going to purchase your product ever again.